Welcome to five. Aqua JPIA staff will ask guests five questions. The five questions will focus on pooling, water, risk, HR, and leadership. Five responses with valuable information for JPI member agencies, boards, and staff. Thank you for listening. Please welcome our host and guest for today. Well, thank you, David Hodgen, for that wonderful introduction. And thank you to Cliff Diver Music for all the music you hear on our episodes. Welcome to Five. We're very, very excited for today's guest. Today we have Assistant Executive Officer Adrian Beatty. And Adrian is going to tell you lots of new things and important things that are going on in the JPIA and in the pooling industry. So welcome, Adrian, and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to the Aqua JPIA. Thank you, Robert. I'm happy to be here. I've been in the public entity risk pooling industry for over 17 years now, and much of that time servicing California pools from right here in Sacramento. In early 2017, though, I did move with my family, my one-year-old son and my husband, to Olympia, Washington, to work for the State Municipal League. They're running a property and liability risk pool for about 100 of the 281 cities and towns in the state. We really loved it up there, loved our time up in Washington, but realized as time progressed and as our family grew, we now have a daughter as well, that we needed to be back in California near more friends and family. So around the time that we made the decision as a family to come back to Sacramento, the JPIA assistant executive officer position became available. So it kind of felt like it was kismet. And as far as what I do here, mostly I just follow Andy around and try to absorb as much of his 32 years of experience at the JPA as I can. But I'm also managing the member services department and working directly with our brokers on the property, liability, cyber, and workers' compensation placements, as well as some other ancillary risk transfer placements and overall program designs. Wow. Just following Andy around all day would be a full-time, busy enough job. For, yes, it is. For everyone who knows Andy and how energized he is, I think is the word I'll, I'll choose. That is definitely a good description <laughs> of Andy. He has lots of energy. So what is the most frequently asked question you receive and what is your response? Oh, that's a tough one. But I, I would say that since I've been here... When I meet members and they learn that I've worked with a lot of different risk pools, I often get asked, how does the JPIA compare, which is you know, a pretty understandable question. My answer is it really doesn't, and I mean that in the best possible way. There are about 450 risk pools in the entire United States, and 150 of those alone are in California. But none of the other risk pools in California are quite like the JPIA. Our membership size, diversity of programs and services, and the longstanding loyalty of our members makes us very unique. In addition, the fact that we essentially have a corner on the market of public water districts is pretty unprecedented. There are some risk pools that have a handful of water districts here and there, 
but there are no other risk pools in the state comprised of a majority or exclusively water districts, which really does allow us to focus 100% of our energies on the insurance and risk-related needs and wants of water districts, which are very different, as you know, from, say, you know, school districts, cities, or counties. I think that homogenous membership allows us to really focus on their needs and give our members what they want and be attuned to their needs and help them get things that really only a water district would want to have. Don't you think that? Yes, yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Most of the pools that I have worked with are homogenous in nature. They are either exclusively cities or school districts generally aren't blending with other non-school district types of entities. I even ran a risk pool that was workers' compensation only for housing authorities. And most risk pools that have homogeneity in their membership, it is because they recognize that that allows them to really focus in on the unique risks and risk management needs of that particular type of entity. You know, one of the things about you that I most admire is that you are in tune with what's going on with our members, but also bigger picture. You are really astute as to letting us know what the whole nation and the pooling industry is up to. So what are some of the hot topics nationally that you're seeing in pooling? Oh, boy. So there are obviously always lots of hot topics. I'll kind of narrow it down to three that I think are pretty much been the focus over the last few years in pooling. One of them, which may or may not be surprising to some of our listeners, is succession planning. Another is digital transformation, which I'll I'll explain a little bit about what that means. And of course, the property and cyber insurance markets. I'm sure that's of no surprise to our listeners. Succession planning has been a front burner topic for a few years now in light of industry statistics that show close to about 80% of risk pool executives are going to retire in the next five years. But the issue is not really limited to top executives either. There are quite a few risk pools that are pretty seriously concerned about a significant number of retirements or other attrition at all levels of their organizations and the potential loss of historical knowledge that comes with that, and difficulties in hiring qualified staff in light of some pretty significant labor shortages that we're seeing essentially across all industries right now. So risk pools are also concerned about attrition within their membership and how that may impact their members' abilities to manage their risk. If you you know have fewer employees, there may be some things from a risk management perspective you can't really focus on. And of course, the ensuing impact that could have on claims. Most pools are also really concerned about turnover at their board director level. There's a lot of pools that have had directors on their boards for 20, 30, 40 years. They have a a strong relationship with the pool. They understand the historical benefits of being in the pool. They maybe even were around when the pool was formed and understand why there was value in doing so and not just being with a commercial insurer. And when those directors retire or maybe are not reelected, that historical knowledge could be lost. And the problem that that causes for the risk pool itself is there's a whole 
level of outreach and re-education that will need to happen with newer board members to really help them understand why they are members of the pool and what value it brings to their agencies. So that's succession planning. Digital transformation is another hot topic, and it's actually the focus this year for AGRIP. So AGRIP is the Association of Government Risk Pools, and it's a national organization that supports risk pools in a variety of ways. One of the main ways they support pools is trying to keep an eye on trends in business and other areas that may have a significant impact on risk pool operations and their delivery of service. So digital transformation is the concept that many risk pools are essentially behind the times with regard to maximizing the use of technological innovation. So AGRIP is providing tools and resources to help pools analyze their digital and technological proficiencies and then give them roadmaps for future transformation. And lastly, the issues relating to the cyber and property insurance markets are very high on everyone's radar. Many pools are being priced out of the commercial market and are scrambling to figure out how to self-fund much larger pooled exposures than previously anticipated, while still trying to be really cognizant of members with very tight budgets and you know, potentially limited abilities to absorb large rate increases. The good news for JPIA members, though, is that all of those key industry focus areas are ones in which the JPIA is spending significant time to ensure that our pool can weather these storms as effectively as possible. It never changes. I mean, it it never really lets up. There's always something new going on and some change that we have to be aware of. And I think it's great that we try to stay on the cutting edge of what's going on in the rest of the country so that we can provide the best services to our members. Yeah, I agree. It's one of the things that makes this industry so compelling to remain in and why you see a lot of people that, you know, join risk pooling at an early stage in their career and and stick with it for the long term because there is always some new emerging issue or, or risk that needs to be addressed. So now that you've been here, you're getting kind of settled in with us. What's your favorite part of the job? I think my favorite part has been getting to know the JPI staff and certainly meeting and getting to know the members. It's definitely going to take me quite some time to meet and get to know 400 members, but I'm, I'm doing my best to try to be out and about and meet as many as possible. Andy's done a really fantastic job of helping me, sort of, you know, chaperoning me to meet different members and go to different events, and, and that's been really great. I've been so impressed with how passionate and dedicated all of the JPI staff are, as well as how friendly and appreciative our members are of all that we do for them. It's pretty evident to me that there's a real partnership between the JPIA and its members and a level of trust and respect that really shines through in many of the interactions I've had the pleasure to witness. Our members are great. There's no question about it. And it's always enjoyable to go out and see what they do. Members are so proud of what they do. And it's really the best part of the job for me is when we're out there walking around, meeting the people who are doing the hard work every day. Yes, I've I've noticed that as well when I've gone on some tours of water treatment plants and and other facilities. The members have just been so incredibly gracious in spending their time to show us around. You can tell how, how passionate they are about what they do, and they seem genuinely excited to show me what they do, and, and that's been great. 
All right, well, we're up to our last question here on five. And what are some of the upcoming challenges you would like our members to know about in the short term? Well, I sort of mentioned a little bit earlier in terms of what the industry has been talking about when I mentioned property and cyber renewals. Certainly, our members have heard Andy and I talk at length about the JPIA's own struggles with the cyber and property insurance markets. Unfortunately, our property and liability program members are going to see rate increases this year. Based on executive committee approval, we do know that the property program funding has increased by 20%. We don't know yet what the liability program increase will be, but we do know that there will be a 5% surcharge on program funding to cover the cost of this year's cyber policy, because our cyber policy renews at a different time of the year than the liability program. On the bright side, though, the workers' compensation program rates have remained flat, and we also anticipate several plans within the employee benefits program to see flat or decreased renewals. So members that participate in all four of our programs may see less of an impact on their overall insurance costs than those in just our property or liability programs. So if I could summarize, come to the JPIA for everything. Yes, that would be my words of advice. Join all of the programs. (laughs) Great. Adrian, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. I suspect we'll probably be having you back on other topics as we go on. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Five. Thank you to David Hodgen. Thank you to Cliff Diver Music. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Five. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star review and leave a comment. Have a topic you would like to learn more about? Email us at podcast at aquajpia.com. Thank you to Cliff Diver Music for producing our music. And until next episode, thank you for making us a part of your day.